What's going on, you lovely lurkers? Welcome to the front podcast of the internet. I'm your host, Willie. And I'm your host, Scott. We're a show all about Reddit. Covering all the ups and down votes in 30 minutes. Or it's free. If you like the show, you can find more of us on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Or at Tom Brady's Unretirement Party. I have the most important question for you of the week. It is a debate to uh, of all debates. And I, in, genuinely, genuinely, I don't know the answer. So I need you to settle this for the internet. You have big shoes to fill, Scott. I'm, uh, I'm a grower. Well, I need you to show me some math here, Scott, because <laughs> what are there more of, doors or wheels? I know a, a very angry, adamant... Almost incredulous gentlemen who would say there are more doors than there are wheels. I think there is a bit of math to stand on there. But there's there's another part of the internet that would say, how fucking dare you? Not only are you wrong, you're incompetent. <laughs> and those people would say, let me point you to Hot Wheels. I don't think right. that's a fair argument. Sorry, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Is it in existence today or like in the history of existence? I, that's a great question. None of this has been solved, so we get to make it up as we go. <laughs> Let's say it's within all existence, and do we choose the broadest definition of a door or a wheel, or do we need to do narrow? Mm, I think to be accurate, we need to do a narrow scope. I think a door needs to be an opening with some sort of cover, not a doorway, an actual door. Okay, so... The door is the physical object that cuts two spaces off from one another in some way. Yes. And I think a wheel needs to be an actively used or could be used wheel. Anything that was a wheel and has been turned into a table no longer exists. Doesn't count. Okay, that's fair. So you're saying that a wheel on the back of a Jeep as a spare tire can be considered a wheel, but yes. one that has maybe been taken off and put into one of those junkyards is not a wheel those could if they can still be repurposed yes but if okay. they've been turned into a planter in somebody's front yard not a wheel does not count not a wheel so would you consider here's some fringe things for us to decide i know this is the most important thing of the week definitely not the war <laughs> is a doorknob a wheel no you just said it's a doorknob okay so by that definition it if something in its title isn't a wheel, you wouldn't refer to the thing as a wheel. We wouldn't consider it a wheel. I really want to know where you're going with this. Because would that mean that gears and rotors are not wheels? No, you just... <laughs> narrow scope. If you're going to call it something else, it can't be a wheel. Could you call a cupboard drawer a, a door? A drawer is not a door. Are we going to do this the whole show? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, fine, 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 fine. I think this is the age-old question that doesn't have an answer. It's like a circle. It's round. Speaking of Not taking things Speaking yeah. of taking things way too literally. Here's a post from the subreddit Malicious Compliance. Mm -hmm. I think this is a new one for the show. This is titled Bin Everything in the Room. You got it, boss. A few months ago, the two owners at my work had a huge disagreement, which has escalated to full-blown screaming matches in the middle of the office and nearly into several physical fights. It came to a head last Friday, and owner A decided to pack it all in 
and leave effective immediately. So Mm. after lunch, owner B calls the warehouse manager up to the office and pointed at owner A's office situated on the main floor in kind of this open space and said, I'm too stressed to deal with this. I'm going to go home. I want you to bin everything in that room. I don't want to see a shed of evidence that owner A worked here. When I get back on Monday morning, everything should be gone. The warehouse. This sounds like it's in the UK. If he's saying bin it. I think so. Otherwise, you're just weird. The warehouse manager looked (laughs) at the offending officer and back to owner A. Are you sure you want to bin everything? Owner B looks ready to explode already. And apparently this extra bit of clarification sent him over the edge. Did I stutter? Get rid of everything in there or you can clear out your desk too. Rude. And so owner B stormed off. And our warehouse manager took out his little walkie-talkie and summoned up two of the warehouse staff and relayed the instructions. The warehouse workers questioned it, and they got the same answer. Yes, absolutely everything. So they got to work. Owner A's personal effects were put into a box and sealed up to be taken to him by one of the purchasing staff who lived nearby. Everything else was bagged up and put into bins. Paperwork and stationery were boxed up to be shredded and destroyed. Next, the monitors and the printers were taken to the bins, followed by the desk chairs. When I left at four, the warehouse workers were just getting started taking down the wall-mounted bookshelves. They said everything. I would have expected them to stop there, but when I got in this morning, there was nothing in the office. The curtains and the blinds, gone. Plug sockets and light fittings taken off the walls, leaving exposed wires. The tiles were removed from the ceiling, showing the ductwork and wiring above. (laughs) The carpet that the owner, A, had requested to be put in was torn up, leaving the underlay. Even the door with the owner, A's name plaque on it was taken off the hinge. Seriously, it looked like a construction site. One for door. (laughs) (laughs) So, when owner B, who's likely now the only owner... Comes in at 10 this morning. They took one look at the bomb site and started screaming their head off and demanded to see the warehouse manager. He wanted whoever did this to put this right and then get off the site because they were fired. And if no one owned up to it, then the whole warehouse shift was fired themselves. Our warehouse manager, never one to give a shit, just peered into the office and said, you said to bin everything. Looks like they did it. And he walked off the job. He, uh, he he did. He did what you asked, bro. <laughs> I would say that that deserves a merit increase. They went above and beyond the call of duty. Yeah, if anything, he made it look like Battlefield. <laughs> Has there ever been a moment where you've taken it upon your, yourself? Maybe not to this level. I don't think either of us have the gall to do something like this. But have you ever taken it upon yourself to do something a little adventurous with one of your managers, except for having sex with one. To clarify, Scott didn't do that. (laughs) I've had a lot of good bosses, thankfully, in my career. I've never had any terrible ones. If anything, they were mostly mediocre, so nothing that really warranted uh, hijinks or shenanigans. I once had a manager at a clothing retailer that I worked at tell me a story about how she threw a phone at her husband. Yeah, is that... That's this horrible Abercrombie lady, isn't it? No. No, I ha- I've had a fair amount of terrible bosses. Oh, is it the horrible H&M boss? It is. Yeah. <laughs> so I wrote corporate a letter about how some of the nefarious things that she did. She no longer works in the stores, but she definitely works there. This is in an old time when you could get away with murder in some of these businesses if you were high enough up. I'm not condoning that 
behavior. That sounds awful. And speaking of awful, this week in Facepalm, you already know where I'm going with this. I might. Bank of America calls police on Black Panther director Ryan Coogler after attempting to withdraw $12,000 from his own account. Now, uh, there's a video of this. Uh, It's from an officer's vest as he's walking up to arrest the director of Black Panther, who, you know, it, it can imaginably have that much money, if not more, in his account. Why did this happen, Willie? Racism and America. It's like a circle. <laughs> it's... One for wheel. <laughs> <laughs> we make jokes, but genuinely, this comes down to... Uh, I think it, it it's a hodgepodge of disastrous moments, starting from the top. With racism, because you see a black man wearing a mask and sunglasses walk into a bank and your gut reaction is not, this this guy could definitely be worth this amount of money. No, no, no. Your gut reaction is, I'm being robbed. I think this teller had a little deja vu back to the before times when anybody with a hat, sunglasses, and a mask walked into a bank. But uh, COVID just ended, what, I don't know, like a week ago? So I, I don't think Allegedly. we can snap back. I don't think we can snap back that fast. I, I've heard this question and I've pondered it myself. So I want to talk about it here because I think it's a, a valid thing to talk through because some people will just get a little pissed off about it. Could he have done anything different? Because my understanding is what he did was called ahead of time to see if a withdrawal of that amount would be okay, which he got the answer of, yes, it would be. So he comes in and instead of wanting to announce to everybody that's there, here, I want this $12,000, he writes it down and says, here's my account number and my pin. I would like this amount of money. Yeah, because naturally he's afraid if he said, hi, I would like to withdraw some money from my account. Normal conversation. How much would you like to withdraw, sir? $12,000. Anybody, and I mean anybody with an earshot, could immediately make him a target. Whether they're inside the bank, outside the bank, people are getting robbed at a record rate in certain areas of the United States right now. Just for wearing a really nice watch or having a a semi-nice car. I'm trying to think if I would have done anything different. Personally, probably, yeah. Yeah. I would have done exactly what he did, and unfortunately, nothing would have happened. I I would not. I would have done things way differently. I would have had my assistant go in there uh, or called ahead and asked if I could have it pre-withdrawn because I have a, a VIP account, but maybe he doesn't. I, I don't understand why he's at Bank of America. Isn't there like a fancy celebrity bank? That he could have gone to. How much work do you think this man has done? I don't know. This isn't Robert Downey Jr. (laughs) Robert Downey Jr. is not driving in a car to a bank and asking for money. He is saying, hey, go get me $12,000 and I'll give you $12,000 to a person (laughs) that he employs. Yeah, I I just... I would think that the director would be famous enough to do something like that, but that's the only thing I could have think could have done differently. Like just have it set aside, pre-approved, so that he can just kind of walk in, say, "Hey, this is me. Here's my ID." They put the money in the bag, literally, because I I don't know what else you do with that much money, and uh, he leaves. Or a briefcase. I don't know how much is twelve thousand dollars. Not that much. I've held twelve. What, it's like what, this, this much. What what's that? Like five bananas? I mean, six really big dicks. <laughs> He's done a surprising amount of films. Now, uh, a lot of them were award show type nominations for his films, but really like his main 
feature films, uh, Creed in 2015, Black Panther, and then he's doing the new Black Panther that's coming up as well. Yeah, huge mega hits, but I don't think he could have done anything really to get away from the fact that this is still the America that we live in today. Mm -hmm. Post-COVID, racism still exists, and until things change a lot more significantly than they have, even with everything that's gone on, we're sadly going to see more videos like this. The silver lining here, if you could say that there's silver lining, is... That was a different director. There is video proof of it, and you're spot on. We're going to see more video proof of incidences like this. So the access to being able to record something on a whim is something that I think is new to us. And by the way, Ryan Coogler, he's 35 years old. He's born the same time or same year that I was. And the the interesting part is that as millennials, this is a unique thing for us. This isn't, I mean, it's it's not old, but it is fairly new. The ability to pull out a camera and start recording. Is that your gut reaction when you see something happening on the street? I mean, it is these days. But I think you could say five years ago, it probably wasn't the case. Yet you probably have some Gen Zers who are like, I'm going to start recording right away. Mm -hmm. I bring all of this up because I have a post this week in white people Twitter titled, Mm. Be Kind to Millennials. Oh, really? I try to be kind to my elders because anyone born before 1990 has survived a historical shift that is absolutely brain melting. Like, you remember people waiting in line for VHS tapes and now you're expected to understand what crypto is? <laughs> oh man, people who didn't who've never had to like fight a VCR to either like get the tape in or out or have the tape kind of like wrecked and have to rewind or Mom, mom and dad are always busy, and, and oftentimes you wouldn't know exactly what they were doing. You didn't have the ability to just reach out to them. Maybe you get home from school, and mom is at work or out getting groceries. Dad is doing one of the other things, and there's that post-it note, and you just have a note left on the fridge or left on the counter wherever mom or dad always put it, and it said, fix the goddamn VCR. <laughs> My parents were a little nicer to me. It just left off the swearing. But Oh, sure. What are some things, Scott, that you can reminisce about that even now, nowadays, you'd be like, "What? how did we ever do something like that? Or are there things that you just you wish would come back? And let me give you an example, because this one to me is like, I know it happens. I know it's it's still a thing, but I can't believe it's still a thing. And that's like those ice cream trucks that drive around neighborhoods giving out ice cream to children. I don't know how that's still a thing. Oh, well, I mean, it's it's a vehicle that's on four wheels. That has six doors. I think it only has four doors. Two doors on the back. Yeah. Two doors on the front and sliding doors on both sides. Oh, it's a kid. Six doors. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) I have thought about this a lot. Why? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) How much candy do you have over there? (laughs) I'm just waiting for it to warm up, man. I got to get those kids. I mean, I am terrible when it comes to directions. So I don't know how we got around so easily with maps like drawn on paper. We, we, before GPS became a thing, before you had to pay like 500 to a thousand dollars for a small, uh, handheld black and gray screen that literally talked to a Starlink satellite showing just where your position was on the globe and nowhere else. 
you would have to program in directions by uh, geosynchronous orbit. You and- went that fancy? I just pulled the little <laughs> binder behind the seat. Yeah. My dad had a binder, which was maybe four inches thick, you know, if you're measuring below the belt. Uh, that... <laughs> <laughs> I resemble that remark. <laughs> it was called like the King's Highway Almanac or something like that. And it was a street by street grid layout. So that means if there was construction, you had no idea. If you had never been to something or to a place, you sometimes had to bring somebody with you just so they could read the map book and tell you where you were going. I think the worst part. You talk about part. distracted driving now with people on their phones. Imagine having a fucking trap in your, trapper keeper in your lap <laughs> while you're driving. That's an, do you also, remember that's an old thing, too. Trapper keepers. Yeah, they don't do that anymore. Do you remember having uh, a friend write down, just turn here at this street, and then you would always, uh, at least I did, I would always ask for... What happens if I go too far directions? Like, oh, I didn't get off at Yankee Doodle Drive? Okay, yeah. what's the next one? If you've reached Iowa, you've gone too far. <laughs> it's insane. I remember, Scott, before smartphones, I'm in high school, and I desperately, I desperately wanted to be a hockey referee. And in order to be a referee, you have to go through a class, naturally. But the only class that's offered in Minnesota is in Owatonna. I had to figure out how to, like I had to write directions down and drive to Owatonna. And then you're like, okay, 47 miles on this road. So then you hit the little trip button on your dash yeah. to reset it. And you're like, okay, wait until the speedo- or the tachometer hits 39 miles and start looking yeah. for it. Also it's a bunch uh, of wheels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you went into a building that had a bunch of doors. Doorknobs, idiots. I really want to bring back Pogs. They have them now in digital form. They're called NFTs. It's not the same. That's all they're good for. You and don't the get slammer the... is when you get rug pulled. <laughs> <laughs> slammer is what happens to me at the end of the night. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, with all that free candy you're giving away in that van. It's just, it, it boggles my mind that for a long period of time, we just got into cars and started driving and said, we'll figure it out. We'll either get there or we won't. And if we die, they'll find us eventually, maybe. Natural selection. Now, I always had a phone, and I could be able to call a parent and say, help, this is where Where are you? Tell me where to Uh, go. Well, I just passed mile marker 181. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, I think, uh, when did GPS become popular? Maybe like 2001? Yeah, Prior to that, it was literally Oregon Trail. Or do you remember having to use a flashlight to play your Game Boy? Practicing Lumos in my bedroom (laughs) under the sheets. Do you remember having to draw your porn because you didn't have access to anything? (laughs) (laughs) Probably why I'm such a fantastic artist. (laughs) (laughs) I'm old enough I had to use a chisel and stone. (laughs) By the time he got done, he's like, my hands are so rough. I don't even want to do this anymore. Well, speaking of corn, I have an unpopular opinion, Willie. I'm listening. This week, from Sedate Me Now, the post is titled, 18-year-olds should not be allowed to make pornography. You can't buy cigarettes, alcohol, or legally go into a nightclub, but you can make and distribute videos of extreme sex acts filmed one minute 
after your 18th birthday? Is an 18-year-old capable of understanding the ramifications of corn? I'm not a white knight. I'm just thinking that 18 is still a kid. I understand that 18 is legally an adult, but your brain isn't done forming yet, and you're creating content that may come to haunt you later on. Maybe give the kid a chance to be an adult before they can carry around something they can't take back. This is something on the internet that they will be judged for for a very long time in their adult life. For clarification, I'm referring to commercially distributed corn, not things filmed personally. And I'm also referring to the age of 21 here in the United States, referring tobacco, alcohol, and nightclubs. Not all of our listeners over in the UK and Europe uh, and abroad. Hi. Hi. Yeah, I don't think all I don't think everybody would fully understand that. I also think that I have a different opinion on this. I don't think that's as unpopular as you might expect in America if you're asking the right groups. Depends on which side of the Mason-Dixon line you're on or what state representative you ask. But I think that there's a different root cause here. I it sounds like this OP is more concerned with the fact that corn is an inappropriate thing that it's bad and therefore because i feel it's bad people that aren't subject to all of life's offerings shouldn't be allowed to do it i disagree because i think that unfortunately we put a bad rap on corn well let's step away from the cornfield here for a second and let me ask you this let's let's talk about what else they brought up not me Shh. <laughs> Should an 18-year-old be able to smoke or buy cigarettes or tobacco products or vape pens? I mean, they already do it now. Now, I know they, they can get them. Anybody can get anything, really, or get away with most things. Looking at you, Wall Street. But the, the answer to your question is yes. Is, I think they is, should be. Really? Yeah, because I think that you need to educate children under 18 sooner so that they know how to use those products so that they know what the repercussions are in a way where it's not go out and rumspringa from the time that you hit 13 up until you're 18 or 21 and you're just binging for the sake of binging and trying not to get caught what if it was part of the educational system to say here's the impact of doing drugs and alcohol and here's why you might want to do it but here's the disadvantage Right. If you were to have that conversation, then maybe a bit more like the UK, you could be 18 and drink and it wouldn't be a problem. I like that take. Which brings me to, to corn. I, I yeah. think that just a better education system on what that is and why one would do it or normalizing, say, boobies. I, I think that that would make it less frowned upon. There is something to be said about all of these uh, these banned substances that we have. Alcohol, tobacco are potentially debilitating, you know, hard, hard A-class drugs or whatever they're called. These can affect you. But we also have the things like this type of material, corn. And then there's the, uh, the military. It seems like we could just uh, be looking at this in a different different way. I like your approach to the education, but then we also have these laws that are going into effect in certain states that are banning people from talking about certain subjects until somebody reaches a certain age, you know? At, at what point do we not begin to realize that banning subjects like books, pa 
paintings back in the day, topics of conversation, banning those things only makes them more talked about and more engaged in. These students in high school and middle school are not dumb. You remember all the stuff that you got yourself into. So if you're hearing mom and dad and friends, parents talk about, oh, we can't say gay anymore. You're asking those questions. What the hell that is? And in turn, that's going down through all the different generations within the school. It's going from that big brother, big sister that's in high school, and it's being told to their siblings that are in middle school or elementary school. So you're not helping your cause on what you think you're doing. If anything, I think it's going to be a bigger topic of discussion now, and you're not yeah. going to stop children from just talking about it. And the ironic thing is we put them in a situation where we have a teacher whose only job is to educate students. That's the literal reason they're in the room, both teacher and students, and they seem like this bastion of knowledge. Like they have mm -hmm. all of this information. And then we're telling kids like, you can't, you can't, it's like the tree of life from uh, the Garden of Eden, you know? Like delicious, juicy, ripe apples, but don't, don't eat but it. don't, don't do it. It's probably the best apple you've ever had in your life. Have you heard of Honeycrisp? Amazing, but you can't have it. Why, why'd you tell me about it? Like, why, why is it even there in front of me for me to find out? And, and if some people had their way, you know, Puritan, Puritanism, Puritan, what's up? Okay? If some people had their way, uh, I'm sure we'd go back even further in our puritanical uh, beginnings and just, uh, you know, what was a handmaiden's tale? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. But genuinely, I, I hope that for any of those teachers out there, students out there that are part of the LGBTQ plus community who are incredibly fearful for what's happening in Florida and Texas, this show supports you and and hopes that the people in power don't and aren't and with that let's get on to our upvotes and downvotes scott i've got a really gross downvote for you so i want to start you with my upvote and i want to leave you oh. with a piece of advice Whew. thank goodness i'll lose them at the end this week in the subreddit get motivated there's an image and here is this pristine wall painted one solid color and there's a bunch of text on it and this text says don't give people so much power over you that their silence leaves you questioning your worth say what scott don't give people oh, so much power over you oh, oh oh you're i'm sorry you you said it in the the elder millennial way what you're i believe what you're trying to say is don't let anybody live rent free in your head thank you scott that was really <laughs> really young of you but I'm it is so true now <laughs> if it lasts for more than four hours scott you should probably call somebody <laughs> you can call me i will also be an upvote but i do think that's really good advice to live by if you reach out to somebody and they don't get back to you don't worry about it don't sweat it life's too short hey it makes sense to me uh i have two upvotes this week really because okay. My, my stories were kind of downers, and so I'm going to try and balance it out okay. uh, like a circle. My first upvote is very Reddity. It comes from baseball. Now, I don't know how many of you are paying attention at home, but there was a lockout up until the other day, and one faithful Redditor decided to take it upon himself to bring some joy to the subreddit baseball. Their name is Did It For The Story, and 
what they did to keep everyone's spirits up is they hand drew a picture of Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim player Mike Trout every single day for each day of the lockout. And now he's dead. Oh, what? What? <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, but you can go and I, we'll, we'll post the last one here in the show notes or a link to the last one in the show notes. But you can definitely go and see his post history. And they were, they were pretty funny. He's, he's got some very humorous ones in there. So go check them out. And get ready for baseball season because I am so happy that we're in springtime right now. My favorite, it's my favorite time of year, buddy. Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be 60 next week. <sighs> so are you. <laughs> Speaking of being old, uh, listener discretion is advised. I'm not joking. I genuinely almost gagged when I read this story. Ugh. This I mean, post is NSFW. This makes you gag. <laughs> okay. Gather around children, not children. Don't listen to this if you're a child. Because <laughs> oh, today <laughs> I fucked up by vomiting into a 92-year-old woman's vagina. Oh, how are you even reading this story? I have no idea. <laughs> but I managed to read it once. <laughs> I had just begun a new job working in memory care at a senior center. I was excited about the job. I don't know why they would be. I love helping people. But on the day that I was supposed to start training, I had a bit of a stomach thing going on. But I didn't want to call off uh, so early into my employment. So I took a big slurp of Pepto-Bismol and went to work. First half of the day went fine. And though I was still a little queasy, I was all right. I was learning how to help residents with meals, recreation, all those kind of daily functions. My manager told me it was time to learn how to help somebody with bathroom functions. And that one resident, a 92-year-old woman named Georgia, needed to be changed. Listen, residents need my help, and that's what I was here to do. Mm-hmm. So my manager brought me into Georgia's room. She was lying on her bed, awake and smiling. My manager said, Georgia, we're here to change you. She smiled and said, that's nice. My manager said, I know you've not been feeling well, Georgia. Is today any better? She smiled and said, that's nice. <laughs> So my manager had to tell me it's the only thing she ever says ever. So my boss is leading me through the process of getting George's pants off. The smell intensifies. My stomach starts to burble a little bit. We open up Georgia's disposable adult undergarment. Yeah, Georgia was not feeling well. She had horrible volcanic diarrhea. <sighs> she had definitely messed herself. And that mess had creeped everywhere. So my boss began cleaning, showing me how to gently clean the residence. She had me put on gloves and told me that I needed to finish cleaning Georgia. At this point, my stomach was not doing well, but I was determined. And the residents needed me. Gloves on, wet wipes in hand, and I start cleaning the outside. It was pretty manageable. I was definitely queasy, but manageable. Then my boss pointed out that I wasn't done. That some of it had gone in. And I would have to clean it out. Mm. I should mention at this point that I am a gay man and that this is my very first experience with a vagina. And while I'm not totally vagina positive, I was not prepared to deal with bra vagina. Not when I was dealing with nausea. And then I vomited. I know I should have felt it coming and turned away, but I didn't. I vomited suddenly and without warning into her vagina. Georgia smiled and said, that's nice. <laughs> My boss then said something to which I am incredibly grateful. Even though her lips were pursed and I could tell that she was incredibly disgusted and upset with me, she looked at me and said, if you're vomiting, you need to go home. Now. 
<sighs> I'll take care of it. So I took my gloves off. I went home. I went back the next day and gifted my boss with a bunch of candy bars. By the way, I still work there. The people that are uh, caretakers of the elderly are are the saints walking among us. I mean, not the wrestler ones. No, the uh, what? There is, wasn't there a wrestler named the caretaker? <laughs> no, that, grave digger, the undertaker, undertaker, okay. <laughs> grave digger. <laughs> was a truck. Four, Four wheels, wheels, no doors. <laughs> oh, no doors. Yeah. <laughs> All right, for my final upvote Please of the week. bring me into happiness. This might work. This might get us kicked off uh, the air, so to speak. And so... Not what I just I, told you. <laughs> no, no. Believe me. Believe it or not, this is actually potentially worse for us. So I'm going to ask Willie a favor. And one of two things is going to happen. You're either going to hear two notes... And immediately have goosebumps, or you're gonna hear us sing two notes and say, "Why am I still listening to this show?" Oh God! Oh, that trailer! (laughs) Doesn't it just make you feel good? And for people uh, that don't know what we're talking about, this week in the subreddit Star Wars, the teaser trailer for Obi-Wan Kenobi dropped. And anybody who likes, loves, hearts, lives, laughs, loves Star Wars immediately went from six to midnight. Alive? Uh-huh. Fuck. <laughs> now, I did not get the accurate count for doors versus wheels in the trailer, but I'm assuming there's more doors. Yeah, are there any wheels in the Star Wars universe? Everything flies. They Lots of wheels, it. actually. They know. They know <laughs> what hell is. And hell is the wheel. Now, uh, the top comment uh, on this trailer, which we highly recommend people watch, whether you like trailers or not. The top comment is, crazy how the duel of fates can still give me goosebumps from the first two notes decades later. It's one of the, It's one of those songs... That when it plays, especially in the trailer, as we were preparing for this show, I rewatched the trailer and I'm like, it hits you. It hits you so hard and you're so ready. It's such an iconic sound that I think it's unrivaled than maybe any other sound in a series, except for maybe Jaws. Yeah, I mean, Jaws is literally two notes and inspires terror. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us this week. You can find more of us on our socials. And remember, no matter what you're into, whether it's useless superpowers, pics of unusual birds, GTA or Russia, or Star Wars, there's a sub for that. There's a sub for that.